I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design, with a long overdue introduction to a new concept in design houses, remote and virtual design, in Oklahoma, no less. You have been hearing a lot about this remote design house project if you've been listening to Convo by Design for a while. So I am so happy and thrilled and relieved and honored <laughs> to start presenting this to you. It's it's taken a while. Um, let me start at the very beginning. For over two years now, you have heard about my partnership with Thermosol. So you know that I have extremely high standards for Convo by Design partnerships. Thermosol is an extraordinary partner because there is this rare combination of intuitive design with exceptional performance. They have state-of-the-art facilities located in Round Rock, Texas, and a company that's about to celebrate 65 years offering excellence in form and function. The Wellness and Design Thought Leadership Series presented by Thermosol is a programming feature that regularly showcases remarkable design talent and how they do what they do and the manner in which they do it, allowing designers to emulate successful strategies and make smarter clients who know what questions for of top professionals. If you want to understand more about this company and their history, please check the show notes for the link to episode 221 with Thermosol third generation CEO, Mitch Altman. He explains the history behind the company and really th that's what makes this company so special. Combine that with the cutting edge technology, their world-class domestic facilities, and you have a company delivering predictable elegance upon which you can rely. And nowadays, how important is that? Thermosol.com. I'm a, I'm a native Angelino, born and raised in Los Angeles, the Valley, to be more specific. In the 1980s, when Valley Girls, parachute pants, mini trucks, and Depeche Mode were, were part of my everyday life, I wasn't into design and architecture at that time. It was only after leaving and returning to LA did I realize an appreciation for the amazing design surrounding me? I should say the, the first and second times I left LA and came back, because I've always come back. I grew up in a mid-century traditional, a California ranch house that was once a stagecoach stop and later a train station in Chatsworth, and much later a, a dingbat that was toppled in the Northridge earthquake. So when Tulsa, Oklahoma was selected as the site for the 2022 remote design house. By the way, it started as the 2021 remote design house, <laughs> but it seems silly to start it in 2021 when nothing was happening. Didn't realize nothing was going to happen, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Tulsa. Most people I spoke with about the concept didn't really understand the idea behind it at the very beginning. The idea is so simple that it, it, gets, it gets lost a little bit from the very start. The pandemic created a forced shelter in place 
for everyone universally, which affected home and office design more than most other industries. I would say except for the, the traditional office space, but that's changing too. The core ideas of both home and office have changed forever, and right, rightfully so. At the same time, the very nature of what architects and designers do hasn't changed at all. While their means, methods, processes, and procedures certainly have, the remote nature of this design house is in direct response to designers responding to clients that they could not see in person at the time. And for those who have left their current city or state, but love their designer and want to remain with them, this is for you. If I live in Los Angeles and move to Aspen, I might want my designer to work on my, on my project there. But if my designer doesn't know how to work remotely or virtually, that can and will be a problem. Remote design is the practice of working in one place on, on a project in another. Virtual design is the process of working on a project that does not currently exist. Think of it as an idea without a physical embodiment. And, and by the way, if that seems far-fetched, it shouldn't feel that way because the metaverse is coming and that's all this is going to be. So the remote design house Tulsa is a real project using real designers who will never have to physically step foot in the project house. All the work is being done virtually and remotely with local trades and artisans doing the work locally in Tulsa. This project will also not have tours and there are no ticket sales, there are no events, and there are no parties. No matter where you are listening to this, you will have the same full access to the project through videos, before and after segments, project features, and an intimate look at the project house itself, the neighborhood, and the city of Tulsa. Side note, I was recently in Los Angeles for a design event uh, this was this was back in May, so I guess not so recently. And I was telling many in the trade about the project. The most common response was, and I quote, "Ew, why Tulsa?" End quote. This has been a common response since I started planning this project back in 2020. It's weird. There is this visceral negative response to the idea of Oklahoma in general and Tulsa as a byproduct and the Midwest as well from many, many I have met in LA, New York, San Francisco, and the other, let's just call them tier one design destinations. My response is always the same. Oh, when was the last time you were in Tulsa? Not a single person with that response, not one has ever been to Tulsa. Because had they been, they would know what a special city this is, which is exactly why it was selected. Over Austin, Nashville, Memphis, St. Louis, Kansas City, Seattle, and Denver. Nothing against those cities. They're amazing. You already know that. But Tulsa is special. And over the next year, year and a half, you're going to find out why. So let's talk about the family for a second. Every designer was given the same fictional family, the Jennings. Michael, 45, Rachel, 
42, and their children, Davis, 19, and Rose, 17. Transplants from New York City. The family learned that they could work remotely from anywhere in the country and sought out a city where they could slow down, focus on family, and still grow their business, make friends, finish high school, and pursue a higher quality of life. The desire was to slow down, focus, and decrease exposure to the rat race and find their space. Michael's a TV producer. He's an avid cook, not a chef. He enjoys his work, but is looking forward to ways to separate himself from doing it 24-7-365. Michael is connected and looks for ways to disconnect media-wise, spends time volunteering, coaching youth sports, and engaging in creative endeavors. This includes building and refinishing furniture. Rachel, she's in sales. She manages a territory across the U.S., uh, does the majority of her work online, but travels about five times a year to industry trade shows. Rachel enjoys reading, yoga, quiet meditation. She's an avid baker who loves spending time in the kitchen and enjoys spending even more time with the family. Davis, uh, he's a college student attending school on the East Coast, and while his room is not occupied year-round, when he is at home, he spends countless hours on research projects. He spends time gaming with his college friends around the country and enjoys reading golf and computer training events. Rose is a senior in high school. She is a highly accomplished athlete. She plays club soccer and lacrosse and engages in debate competitions. Rose misses her friends desperately back home and looks forward to playing host when they come to town and visit her. So there are times when she is exhausted and physically beat up from long tournament weekends. She spends long hours doing research papers and studying, so her workspace needs to be both functional and comfortable. She's a fashion-forward uh, individual and cherishes her personal space I think as, uh, as most, if not all, teenage girls do. The home is an American colonial revival. Built in 1936, this is a unique property with a park-like setting and Tulsa's Crow Creek running through the backyard. Project rooms include the living room, kitchen, dining room, Michael and Rachel's room, Rose's room, Davis's room, a club, base, a club room basement, guest quarters with sunroom, office, all bedrooms are en suites, a living room. It, there's, there's a lot of space here to be done. And the home hasn't been, as you'll see, the home hasn't been um, lovingly updated. It has not. It's been, it's been maintained, but not updated. So that's the house. Designers. So rather than introduce you to all the de designers selected for this project at once, I'm going to introduce you to them as their projects become reality. Due to an absolute nightmare of a supply chain, product discontinuation scenario, and logistical issues, all of which you will hear about, we're working on basically two, two project rooms at a time and capturing all the details and sharing. So what was initially designed to be a one-year project is now, in all honesty, probably going to be a three-year project. So settle in and enjoy the ride with us. You are listening to a conversation from and about the 2022 Tulsa Remote 
Design House here on Convo by Design. We'll be right back. We are living in a time of incredible growth, both technologically and creatively, with respect to interior design, exterior design, and architecture. There is no question. There are companies thinking differently about the business of design and how to make products super serve those for whom they're being made. One of those companies, and one of my favorites, is Moya Living, designer and fabricators of some of the most stunningly beautiful, incredibly durable, and highly functional kitchen, bath, and outdoor kitchen cabinetry on the market today. Powder-coated steel with stunning lines, vibrant colors to fit any design style or aesthetic. A history of designing cabinetry for the scientific community. So you know it's been tested in some of the truly the most harsh conditions available. Moya O'Neill is the CEO and founder of Moya Living. She's the inspiration behind the design. Designers, their specification process is so simple. It will make your job so much easier. Check them out online through the socials at Moya Living, their website, moyaliving.com, and in the real world, their live kitchen showroom in Fountain Valley, California. Gail Davis of Gail Davis Designs is a friend, someone I have immense respect for and who was so generous with her time. She selected the club room. Gail is an amazing designer with a skill that transcends the work. She has a process and a flow that was such a pleasure to work with. Nothing phases Gail. And if there's a problem, a discontinuation or needed reselect, she just handles it and was such a joy to work on uh, in this space. So again, this is the club room walkout basement. Gail has a background in fashion and her passion for both color and textiles are evident in her work. One story about Gail, there's a small stairway, as you'll see, leading down to the club room, a walkout basement. Gail said that for the stairs, we're going with black. And my first re response was, um, excuse me? No, I don't think so. And there was a pause. She said, I get it. Trust me. I did. And she was right. Her vision turned a small, tight stairway into a moment of anticipation, a, a theatrical entry that allows the mind to wander and wonder what is around the corner. Gail studied at New York School of Interior Design and sharpened her skills interning at Bunny Williams, Inc. and David Kleinberg and Associates. Gail's work has been published in AD Pro, El Decor, Domino, House Beautiful, and you have heard her here on Convo by Design. To see her work, please check the link in the show notes. This is Gail prior to completion of the work. This was the lead up. So I'm so excited. We were just sitting here talking. It's like, hey, we should do the walkthrough now. And you're like, yeah, I'm ready now. I've got, I got time. So I love it. Thank you. No, thank you. I've been wanting to do this. Like I'm excited. Super I love excited. this. Okay. So... This is the remote design house Tulsa, and your your space is the club room. Most houses in in Tulsa that were built ar along the, around that time all have basements. The difference with this one is it's a walkout. And, nice. And so, yeah, I will show you what it walks out to in a minute. But I thought first, 
why don't I give you the um, why don't I give you the grand tour? Okay, let's go. I'm just taking notes. Me, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you can ask me any questions <sighs> that you have. Right. Not, so well, I'm I just one. How high are the yeah. ceilings? The ceiling. Uh, ceilings are about um, seven and a half. Okay. Um, I'll measure and get you exact. They're not super low. And then, by the way, also I have here, and I'm going to turn the camera around. Hang on. Oh my god. Like that? So I'm gonna turn around. <gasps> so I have I have furniture in here because you know what I was doing? <gasps> I was emptying out every room. And then I what happened was designers are saying, hey, I need something to show scale. So I have some furniture in here for the mm -hmm. sole purpose of showing scale, right? Mm -hmm. So this is this is the walkout that heads out. <gasps> we'll go out there in a little bit. First. <sighs> I wanted to give you a nice, a nice walkthrough. So this is the, so the tiles are original tile mm -hmm. floors, pine um, paneling. It, it appears <sighs> that it. it's had a wash, it's been pickled, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the fixtures that are in here are original. Um, super interesting. Uh, it looks like they built the facade which has the TV mount um, over mm -hmm. the fireplace. Fireplace is gas, mm -hmm. it works. Um, measurements for the space, if not already, will be in the Google Drive folder. So I'll put a doc in there with all the measurements, floor, width, height, length, everything. Mm -hmm. These are the built-ins, um, adjustable. Love. Right? Um, as in every basement, there's a little damp rid in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because <laughs> it is a basement. Yeah. Um, and then I'll show you the walk into it is the stairway. <gasps> love. Which is also same, same paneling. I love that paneling, by the way. It's cool, right? It is. I know people would be like, rip it out, whatever, paint over it. I would want to stain it darker, if anything, to really make it feel like a completely different part of the house, like a cabin getaway. Interesting. Darker, not, cabin. darker, not lighter. Yeah, I got a masculine hand, my friend. Love it. Because Love then, it. Very cool. Because then what I would do with everything else is lighten it up but you would feel mm. like you're coming into a cozy cabin. Got it, I see. A couple of things I wanna show you. Mm -hmm. So- Beautiful. This is Ooh. an original window. And it looks like what they did the outside, there may have been a leak at one point. So it looks mm -hmm. like what they did is they kept the windows and then they bricked it. And then outside of this, there's concrete with um, French drains. So that has all been addressed. But the window, the window here, original, original glass panes, it opens, does mm -hmm. not close fully. So keep that in mind. If there's a shadow box idea or something that you may want to do, I, I'll send you dimensions to that too. It's about four inches thick, uh, four inches wide. Okay. And I think, I'm not sure, but I th think where this thing is, mm -hmm. I think there's one behind this too. 
Um, if you'd like, I can record the removal of it and we can see what's back there together. Perfect. Oh my God, I really love this Unless space. you absolutely love this. No, I, I do. It's cool, I, right? Yeah. Like we're so quick to rip everything out. And I feel like yep. a different configuration, maybe two different type of um, seating areas, one with a you know, card table, a game table, so this way you could do stuff. And then maybe something in the corner with bean bags, like you don't have to sit on the sofa and be so perfect with the swivels, but you could sit in the corner on the bean bag and be reading a book. <clears throat> I like the floors. So cool. I would just, um, yeah. Once again, everybody would come through and like start ripping shit out. And I was like, no, use what's here. Like pay homage to the house and stop trying to make it like it's 2021. But love that. Be able to do 2021, but pay respect to like your grandparents live with you. So you don't want to like just throw them out. Yeah. Beautiful. And you will find cert certain details. That is the, um, with the air conditioning, that's original. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Very cool. So yeah. now I'm going to show you, we're going to walk out together. Okay. I love that window and the door. Like there's your light right there. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, hardware on the door is original. Love it. I don't know if you can really see it. No, I can. I'll show you on that. Original skeleton key. Yeah. So this is the walkout. So it's got a nice, mm -hmm. it's got a nice overhang. Um, I love it. It's under, and I'll show you, it's, it's under the veranda on the, on the first mm -hmm. floor. And as we walk out, so you'll start to hear the water. So jealous. So the water oh feature. Oh my God. Just got it working. All of that is your property? Yes. All of this is the property. Oh my God. Oh my this God. This is Crow so Creek. Insane. And yes, this is. This is all on the property. So what's the story? Who lived there before? Or who, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't have that yet. Oh my God. <gasps> Absolutely beautiful. Oh my God. So can I do the outside space as well? That's right out there. Or is that for someone else? No, no. What do you, what do you have in mind? What are you thinking? You mean where the, where this is, where this, this overlook? No, like as soon as you come out of the space that right I'm here. working on. Yeah, right oh, there. No, no ab absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's that's part I'm, of it. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm thinking like a nice cigar area. Like, I, you know, reading, no <laughs> reading nook slash cigars. In case you're reading a book and you want to smoke a cigar. That's beautiful. Oh, my God. Hey, by the way, did you know? that um, Oklahoma is one of the most progressive cannabis states in the country? Not surprised. <laughs> really? That totally surprised me. It only made me think of that when you mentioned cigars. Well, you know, I feel like once you step outside of what, what we deem progressive, like, you know, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, California. Yeah. yeah. You really get to see people who are like, who have left here and who are changing minds somewhere else and like really yeah. making it happen mm -hmm. for them. I'm not surprised. I'm not Amazing. surprised. Right? Oh my God. Not surprised. So cool. That is so beautiful. 
Thank I am you. like, and I'm so excited about this because what, what you could, you know, seeing your work, I love your work and you know that we've spoken about that and just how you. bold you are um, and how creative you are. Um, I think I, I cannot wait to see what you do with this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I'm just like thinking like the chunky rock, like I want it so very Ralph Lauren meets not Martha Stewart, like meets Oprah. Like there's some like, like it's masculine, but it's also feminine and family and invi like inviting to all. Like whoever sits there, whether it's male or female on their own or, you know, all together, I would yeah, never so try to be like, oh, let's, let's make this room light because, you know, it's dark. So you run with that, at least for me. Yeah. And and as, as in the bio, the, the home is being designed for the Jennings, which is a family of four who are relocating mm -hmm. from New York City. Mm. They're, escaping they're escaping Manhattan. And, um, you know, they both are, they're remote workers. So yeah. they, made, they made the choice, they made that decision to get, like so many hundreds of thousands of people are doing right now. To, to make the move from a major metropolitan city for the sake of quality of life, which includes moments like what you're describing, right? And having a, a, a place for family and a place to go be that isn't work, that isn't, you know, yeah. school, that is, is just their right. opportunity to, to live and be. Like there's even a, a way that you can make a small portion of that be like Zoom ready. So when they have to do office stuff, but here's the beauty of it. You just walk out that door and like, you can disconnect. You can't do that in New York. Like you, you right. walk out your apartment and you're just like, it's just, everything is still going. At least there's like mother nature right outside going, okay. <sighs> you know, right. and even to be yeah. able to do a Zoom outside there and have that as your background everyone that's watching the zoom that sees will be like oh my god i'm so jealous like where are you and don't get me wrong it's beautiful yeah. up here but a lot of people like i just i need to get out like i need i don't you know since i don't have to commute soon as a lot of my friends are like we don't have to commute hightailed yeah. it out of here done right tennessee north carolina south carolina like they bye they're like, yep. <laughs> Texas, bye. Florida, although the Floridians are coming back up. Because I was like, yeah, that's a shit show. Yeah, because it, once you experience that heat, mm -mm, no, thank you. Mm -mm. Yeah, and then that's the other thing is, it's, yeah, it's all about quality of life. Oh my God, I picked yeah. the best room. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. I, this is, this is, um, this is going to be a favorite for sure. And the other thing too is it, you know, you have, this is so, this particular space is so special because it's got the walkout and you yes. have that surprise when you walk out, you have to walk out about 15 or 20 feet before you see that 15 foot drop down into Crow Creek and you see the water feature. You can hear it the moment you open the door. The one thing that you haven't experienced yet in this particular room, it's really interesting at night, um, it gets pitch black. And the only thing you can see out of those windows between the hours of like nine and one are the fireflies. 
you'll see, you'll see the little sparks and it's amazing. Oh my God. So, so reminds me of my childhood. And I recorded the, the tranquility of it. Yeah. And I, rec- I, I recorded the audio last night mm-hmm. because it, unless you hear it, you just don't believe it. It is so loud at night. It is, it is teeming with nature. It is the frogs, the crickets, the, mm-hmm. the water, mm-hmm. the water feature. I mean, it's just, you walk outside, you're in nature. You are in nature. It is just astounding. Okay, I got my work cut out for me. I'm gonna go back and look at my notes and then, uh, yeah, wow. Cool, wow. so this was- I definitely. This was, Go ahead. No, no, no. I was like, definitely let me know dimensions, ceiling height. I can go to town and like do my thing. I mean, it'll be livable. (laughs) I have no doubt. I have no doubt. It's going to be amazing. So then the next step is um, we've done the virtual walkthrough. I'll go put answers to your questions in the Google drive. Then um, you can sort of do pen to paper, um, sketch, design, do your thing. I will also put in uh, partners that we're working with because um, I'm securing mm-hmm. those at, at, the, at the time as well. And then what I was thinking is um, when you've got initial design, we can do this again. And then I can use you, you steer me any place you want to look. You want to get close up mm-hmm. to something, pull back, right. go around. Whatever you want me to do, I am I am your assistant. Okay. I'm just writing something else before I forget. Okay. I'm on it. You are listening to a conversation from and about the 2022 Tulsa Remote Design House here on Convo by Design. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to Convo by Design for a while now, you have heard me tell you about Article. Great style. Really, it's as simple as that with Article. Things have been challenging for design professionals and their clients for, what, two years, two plus years now? You know this already. What you might not know is that it doesn't have to be if you're looking for exceptionally beautiful modern furniture. Article provides a simple and easy way to creating a beautiful modern space because Article works direct with their manufacturers on production of unique and stunning pieces. Then they work directly by providing this well-crafted design directly to you. This direct relationship means you aren't wondering where your furniture is and you're getting it for an incredible value. What could possibly be better than that? In many cases, the shipping is flat rate, which means no surprises right? Even more, their culture and service are rooted in their core values, customer obsession, doing it differently, ownership mindset, winning together. If you're a designer, architect, or residential developer, you must check out their trade program. Discounts, special support, and exclusive perks. Article has the beautiful modern furniture you're looking for at an incredible price, at an incredible value, and you need to check them out. Check out article.com, or if you go to the show notes, there is a specific link which will take you, if you're in the trade, directly to their trade program. You have to see it to really believe it. Thank you, Article. And on it she was. As you can hear, Gail knows her business. She is clear in her ideas, and she is an absolute joy to work with. As promised, some behind-the-scenes stories that you would never know if we weren't talking about it here. 
supply chain. Okay, so if you're a designer, you know that the, the struggle is real. If you're a client, you're just plain frustrated by the increases, delivery problems, lack of customer service, and the product delays. For the club room, the vendors we worked with include Noir, Benjamin Moore, The Home Depot, believe it or not, and Article Furniture, amongst others, CFC. Um, local work was done by local trades, and here's what was so surprising. The response time of painters and electricians was really fast. In just a few weeks, they were scheduled, showed up, did the work. The problem was in production, in product, reselects, for various reasons, but the number one reason was discontinuation and or lack of availability due to discontinuation. Either it was on a ship and nobody knew when it was going to get there, or it was just something that they just couldn't get anymore, automatically discontinued it, or ordered it, waited for delivery, and then at some point, I don't know, fell in the ocean. I can't tell you where things wind up, but reselects were necessary, and it happened multiple times, and Gail is an absolute saint. I love you, Gail. She just dealt with it, and it was amazing. We specified product in September of 2021. Most of it uh, arrived in Tulsa in late May of 2022, and then sat in a warehouse for a few more weeks. After delivery, then it was inspected. I got to tell you, defects were discovered. Defects were discovered, damage, and that created a whole new set of issues. So... Let's talk about product damage for a second, because from so many interviews that I've done with designers since the pandemic started, once product started being delivered again, it was happening so fast, so quickly, that things just showed up broken and damaged. And it's something that I don't think is going to end anytime soon, because there is a bona fide issue with customer service right now in our industry. And I can I can actually hear all the designers nodding their head with me <laughs> as we as we talk about this, but it's true. It's a problem. And if you're a manufacturer, uh, if you're a retailer, if you have a showroom, if you deal product to designers, you're probably aware of this, but you need to understand that it is the number one pain source right now. And it is very, very frustrating. So that being said, not to just focus on the negative, there was one vendor we worked with that to date has not only not disappointed in product or service, but they have gone over and above to get it right. And this may surprise you, but it's article furniture. This is not a commercial. So I'm not leading into a commercial. This is not a commercial. You have heard ads in the show because they are a partner on the design house. This is not an ad. You may have heard the article ads on the show, like I said, and you may think that their partnership is the reason for a stellar review. Actually, it's the other way around. They are partners because of the stellar products and services. I've used them before. Uh, and when I approached them, we, we, had a, we had a friendship from the beginning, so it was, it was familiar. For the club room, their product arrived first. It actually got here so fast, 
as ordered that it sat in the space in the original packaging in the box while we waited for everything else to get here. The sofa and chairs arrived exactly as ordered. The order process was simple. It was ordered through their trade program, all online, and I could not be happier with them. As is the case with all of the rooms in the Remote Design House Tulsa project, there will be videos, before and after shots, product features, and more. You can check out the show notes for links as well as the Shop the Showcase list, and you'll see everything as it's published. Surprisingly, I shouldn't say surprisingly, but it was surprising to me. The Home Depot Pro Services provided an incredible opportunity. The rug originally specified for this space became unavailable weeks after it was ordered, and the most frustrating part was the manner in which it happened. It was ordered, and then an email comes weeks later and just, you know, oopsie, no more rug. So I looked at a, at a lot of different vendors. Then I looked into the Home Depot's Pro program and sent Gail some reselect options. We found a rug that was very similar to the original, slightly smaller, which actually worked out better due to the beauty of the original uh, Satio tile. But it was also $1,500 less expensive. And while I was a little dubious at first, to be perfectly honest with you, when it arrived in four weeks, the quality is exactly what I was hoping for. So lesson learned here is not to overlook the obvious. Home Depot, Lowe's, Target have all provided an element or two to this space. And a high-low mix that really works. But you know what? Don't take my word for it. Go check out the video and, and decide for yourself. Okay, so we ordered product in September of 2021, and it was delivered in, in, in June of 22. And while that was not the plan, understanding that supply chain issues were universal, it, it was okay. You know, we, we deal with it, right? Because that's what designers do. Um, now, I'm not a designer, but working with designers and talking to Gail about this in particular, she was like, look, you know, it's happening everywhere. So we have to deal with it. What we were not okay with was the amount of product damage that was delivered. In one case, there was a leather chair. And by the way, you'll see it in the video. There was a leather chair that was damaged and discolored because someone put packing tape on the leather itself. I, I can't explain it. I can't even understand it. Another piece, a steel coffee table, was damaged on all sides. The manufacturer, you know, I don't know what to say. What I can tell you is that now more than ever before, customer service and finding new vendors and vendors that you can trust is more important than ever. That's all I'm going to say, but I'll, I'll be saying it a lot. I, and I'll, I'll say this again because it bears repeating. Article was an absolute standout. They, they do receive you know, promotional consideration on the podcast as a promotional partner that extended a trade discount through their trade program. And they are the real deal. Their products are beautiful, high quality. They are durable. Um, we have been really happy with it. And again, go check out the video and decide for yourself. But the, the other thing was that, that 
can't be said enough is their customer service for this project was amazing. I'll, I'll be asking our other design partners um, to specify from them whenever possible because they were an absolute joy to work with. Most clients don't know what designers really do because they don't tell you every time something goes wrong. And I, I think this is what clients don't really understand. They don't bother clients with the minutia. The good designers don't anyway. They deal with it like professionals and show the client the spaces that make them happy. And it's not just about making them happy with the final project. It's making them happy along the way and making them as comfortable as possible. This is where the true superpowers of an excellent designer come into play. Gail knew what she was looking for, and because she is such a good communicator, allowed me to confidently look for replacements when there was an issue. I sent her some options, and she made a reselect based on her original plan and factored in all the variables. For clients, here's another valuable lesson. Sending your designer images and links to Instagram and Pinterest is okay. But if you are really in tune with your designer and your designer is a good communicator, you can handle some of the selection and reselections, which will save you money in, in the time your designer is researching replacement materials, which is a common occurrence now. In other words, go do the research. Don't, don't just go look at Pinterest, but actually do a little research. Find out what you like and send, send them some options. That's how partnerships are formed. This also helps your designer and their junior designers and interns understand your taste, and that in turn will make the design process run smoother and faster. It will save money on streamline, streamlining the process by focusing on products that are more in, in, in keeping with your style and preferences. Gail created a perfect environment to, to check out of, of work and check in with family and friends. And that was really important for this space, a place to relax, entertain, and play. A theater, game room, quiet meditative space, music space, and chill room, all in one location. Color selections. Gail's color selections in this space included Benjamin Moore's Mercurial in the club room, and caviar on the walls of the stairway. Her color selections captured the spirit of what the Jennings would have wanted for this space. Caviar, a rich, deep black with flat on the walls and satin on the ceiling, created a dramatic entrance that set the tone and mood for what was happening down the stairs and around the corner. While I was concerned that it would be too dark and scary, it was just the opposite. Gail added a stairway LED floor light to light the path and really set the expectations. The sconce, the bangle sconce and ceiling fixture added all the light needed for a utilitarian functionality, light bringing the laundry down and working side, you know, to the side of the basement, but keeps, keeps all the glamour and fun on the club room side intact. Genius. The mercurial allowed for light to bounce around the room and reflect all the colors without too much bounce, allowing, allowing it to be consistent in light and saturation. Multiple lighting was included in the lighting plan, like the bangle sconces, overhead cans that are both enclosed and dimmable LEDs, as well as shelf lighting. The walls remain the 
original pine paneling, but the mercurial covers the original pickling. It's interesting. The lighting plan is far better than before, even though the gloss on the pickling bounced the light around the room a little bit. The lighting plan between the floor lamps and the adjustable cans and the sconces and the it just it just all works. It moves around the room. It's it's functional. It lights it where you want it lit. It it you can turn it off where you don't. It's really amazing. The Buster and Punch Edison bulbs in the stairway also add to the walk-in effect and the overall lighting plan. Genius 2 was three coats of satin poly on the Satio tile and the satin on the ceiling, again, to, to get that bounce effect of the lighting from the one window at one side of the, uh, of the clubroom for a high level of, of customiz- customized light and, and use of space and planning. It's just amazing. The TV was kept in its space, allowing for viewing of sports from the gaming table uh, or the sofa, business channels if working from down there. The club room, honestly, not a lot of work uh, is going to happen in that space. This was this was not designed for work, but it is nice to know that if someone needs a workspace, that it's there to use. You know, even if it's a, no- a natural noise buffer for the Jennings kids to have their friends over while Michael and Rachel entertain upstairs. You are listening to a conversation from and about the 2022 Tulsa Remote Design House here on Convo by Design. We'll be right back. I know you love talking about great partnerships the same way I do. Let me tell you about an incredible design partner who is working with us on the Convo by Design Remote Design House Tulsa project, Franz Wigner. A company created in 1899 in Attendorn, Germany. They started manufacturing brass beer taps. In 1921, the company expanded to Buenos Aires, manufacturing brass faucetry. The company launched in the U.S. in 1992, and Franz Wigner Premium Collection began in 2008. Franz Wigner crafts high-quality premium faucets with the objective to create a design-oriented luxury product that exceeds the standards set by world-class designers and architects. Pretty heady stuff, and they do it. If you see a Franz Wigner faucet, it is stunning. You use Franz Wigner faucets, and they perform flawlessly. Product you can depend on after over 120 years designing a truly stunning faucet line. For more information and to check out the entire line of faucets, visit franzwigner.com. So I'm going to spell it for you, right? <laughs> F-R-A-N-Z-V-I-E-G-E-N-E-R.com. Thank you, Franz Wigner. And on it she was. As you can hear, Gail knows her business. She is clear in her ideas, and she is an absolute joy to work with. As promised, some behind-the-scenes stories that you would never know if we weren't talking about it here. Supply chain. Okay, so... If you're a designer, you know that the the struggle is real. If you're a client, you're just plain frustrated by the increases, delivery problems, lack of customer service, and the product delays. For the club room, the vendors we worked with include Noir, Benjamin Moore, The Home Depot, believe it or not, and Article Furniture, amongst others, CFC, um... Local work was done by local trades, and 
here's what was so surprising. The response time of painters and electricians was really fast. In just a few weeks, they were scheduled, showed up, did the work. The problem was in production, in product, reselects. For various reasons, but the number one reason was discontinuation and or lack of availability due to discontinuation. Either it was on a ship and nobody knew when it was gonna get there, or it was just something that they just couldn't get anymore, automatically discontinued it, or ordered it, waited for delivery, and then at some point, I don't know, fell in the ocean. I can't tell you where things wind up, but reselects were necessary, and it happened multiple times, and Gail is an absolute saint. I love you, Gail. She just dealt with it, and it was amazing. We specified product in September of 2021. Most of it uh, arrived in Tulsa in late May of 2022, and then sat in a warehouse for a few more weeks. After delivery, then it was inspected. <sighs> I gotta tell you, defects were discovered. Defects were discovered, damage, and that created a whole new set of issues. So let's talk about product damage for a second, because from so many interviews that I've done with designers since the pandemic started, once product started being delivered again, it was happening so fast, so quickly, that things just showed up broken and damaged. And it's something that I don't think is going to end anytime soon, because there is a bona fide issue with customer service right now in our industry. And I can, I can actually hear all the designers nodding their head with me <laughs> as, we, as we talk about this, but it's true. It's a problem. And if you're a manufacturer, uh, if you're a retailer, if you have a showroom, if you deal product to designers, you're probably aware of this, but you need to understand that it is the number one pain source right now. And it is very, very frustrating. So that being said, not to just focus on the negative, there was one vendor we worked with that to date has not only not disappointed in product or service, but they have gone over and above to get it right. And this may surprise you, but it's article furniture. This is not a commercial. So I'm not leading into a commercial. This is not a commercial. You have heard ads in the show because they are a partner on the design house. This is not an ad. You may have heard the article ads on the show, like I said, and you may think that their partnership is the reason for a stellar review. Actually, it's the other way around. They are partners because of the stellar products and services. I've used them before. Uh, and when I approached them, we, we, had a, we had a friendship from the beginning, so it was, it was familiar. For the club room, their product arrived first. It actually got here so fast, as ordered, that it sat in the space in the original packaging, in the box, while we waited for everything else to get here. The sofa and chairs arrived exactly as ordered. The order process was simple. It was ordered through their trade program, all online, and I could not be happier with them. As is the case with all of the rooms in the Remote Design House Tulsa project, there will be videos before and after shots, product features, and more. You can check out the show notes for links as well as the Shop the Showcase list and you'll see everything as it's published. Surprisingly, 
I, I shouldn't say surprisingly, but it was surprising to me. The Home Depot Pro Services provided an incredible opportunity. The rug originally specified for this space became unavailable weeks after it was ordered. And the most frustrating part was the manner in which it happened. It was ordered and then an email comes weeks later and just, you know, oopsie, no more rug. So I looked at a, at a lot of different vendors. Then I looked into the Home Depot's Pro program and sent Gail some reselect options. We found a rug that was very similar to the original, slightly smaller, which actually worked out better due to the beauty of the original uh, Satio tile. But it was also $1,500 less expensive. And while I was a little dubious at first, to be perfectly honest with you, when it arrived in four weeks, the quality is exactly what I was hoping for. So lesson learned here is not to overlook the obvious. Home Depot, Lowe's, Target have all provided an element or two to this space. And a high-low mix that really works. But you know what? Don't take my word for it. Go check out the video and, and decide for yourself. Okay, so we ordered product in September of 2021, and it was delivered in, in, in June of 22. And while that was not the plan, understanding that supply chain issues were universal, it, it was okay. You know, we, we deal with it, right? Because that's what designers do. Um, now, I'm not a designer, but working with designers and talking to Gail about this in particular, she was like, look, you know, it's happening everywhere. So we have to deal with it. What we were not okay with was the amount of product damage that was delivered. In one case, there was a leather chair. And by the way, you'll see it in the video. There was a leather chair that was damaged and discolored because someone put packing tape on the leather itself. I, I can't explain it. I can't even understand it. A, another piece, a steel coffee table was damaged on all sides. The manufacturer, you know, I don't know what to say. What I can tell you is that now more than ever before, customer service and finding new vendors and vendors that you can trust is more important than ever. That's all I'm going to say, but I'll, I'll be saying it a lot. I, and I'll, I'll say this again because it bears repeating. Article was an absolute standout. They, they do receive you know promotional consideration on the podcast as a promotional partner that extended a trade discount through their trade program. And they are the real deal. Their products are beautiful, high quality. They are durable. Um, we have been really happy with it. And again, go check out the video and decide for yourself. But the, the other thing was that, that can't be said enough is their customer service for this project was amazing. I'll, I'll be asking our other design partners um, to specify from them whenever possible because they were an absolute joy to work with. Most clients don't know what designers really do because they don't tell you every time something goes wrong. And I, I think this is what clients don't really understand. They don't bother clients with the minutia. The good designers don't anyway. They deal with it like professionals and show the client the spaces that make them happy. And it's not just about making them happy with the final 
project. It's making them happy along the way and making them as comfortable as possible. This is where the true superpowers of an excellent designer come into play. Gail knew what she was looking for, and because she is such a good communicator, allowed me to confidently look for replacements when there was an issue. I sent her some options, and she made a reselect based on her original plan and factored in all the variables. For clients, here's another valuable lesson. Sending your designer images and links to Instagram and Pinterest is okay. But if you are really in tune with your designer and your designer is a good communicator, you can handle some of the selection and reselections, which will save you money in, in the time your designer is researching replacement materials, which is a common occurrence now. In other words, go do the research. Don't, don't just go look at Pinterest, but actually do a little research. Find out what you like and send, send them some options. That's how partnerships are formed. This also helps your designer and their junior designers and interns understand your taste, and that in turn will make the design process run smoother and faster. It will save money on streamline, streamlining the process by focusing on products that are more in, in keeping with your style and preferences. Gail created a perfect environment to, to check out of, of work and check in with family and friends. And that was really important for this space, a place to relax, entertain, and play. A theater, game room, quiet meditative space, music space, and chill room, all in one location. Color selections. Gail's color selections in this space included Benjamin Moore's Mercurial in the club room, and caviar on the walls of the stairway. Her color selections captured the spirit of what the Jennings would have wanted for this space. Caviar, a rich, deep black with flat on the walls and satin on the ceiling created a dramatic entrance that set the tone and mood for what was happening down the stairs and around the corner. While I was concerned that it would be too dark and scary, it was just the opposite. Gail added a stairway LED floor light to light the path and really set the expectations. The sconce, the bangle sconce and ceiling fixture added all the light needed for a utilitarian functionality. Light bringing the laundry down and working side, you know, to the side of the basement, but keeps, keeps all the glamour and fun on the club room side intact. Genius. The mercurial allowed for light to bounce around the room and reflect all the colors without too much bounce, allowing, allowing it to be consistent in light and saturation. Multiple lighting was included in the lighting plan, like the bangle sconces, overhead cans that are both enclosed and dimmable LEDs, as well as shelf lighting. The walls remain the original pine paneling, but the mercurial covers the original pickling. It's interesting. The lighting plan is far better than before, even though the gloss on the pickling bounced the light around the room a little bit. The lighting plan between the floor lamps and the adjustable cans and the sconces and the it just it just all works it moves around the room it's it's functional it lights it where you want it lit it it you can turn it off where you don't it's really amazing the buster and punch edison bulbs in the stairway also add 
to the walk-in effect and the overall lighting plan. Genius 2 was three coats of satin poly on the Satio tile and the satin on the ceiling, again, to, to get that bounce effect of the lighting from the one window at one side of the, uh, of the club room for a high level of, of customized, customized light and, and use of space and planning. It's just amazing. The TV was kept in its space, allowing for viewing of sports from the gaming table uh, or the sofa, business channels if working from down there. The club room, honestly, not a lot of work uh, is going to happen in that space. This was, this was not designed for work, but it is nice to know that if someone needs a workspace, that it's there to use. You know, even if it's a, no- a natural noise buffer for the Jennings kids to have their friends over while Michael and Rachel entertain upstairs. What you're about to hear is middle of the road. We're halfway through the project, and Gail is walking me through what's going to happen next. So we're, we're at the point we've done the walkthrough. Um, we've talked about the space. You actually uh, submitted some ideas for the mm-hmm. space. And, and once again, um, magical uh, is, is the adjective that I'm, you know, the way that you capture ideas, the way that you capture emotion and feeling oh, thank is you. really cool. And so, um, you know, if, if for people who are listening to the podcast, you can go to the, um, to the show notes and you can see some of the some of the things that Gail has selected. Now you're not going to see it installed yet because, <laughs> heck, we don't know if it's ever going to arrive. <laughs> Come back in 2024, and we will reveal the room then. 2024 is the big reveal. It's going to be well worth it, though. All right. So, and, and by the way, it's it's interesting. So, um, look. So looked at um, the product that was specified mm-hmm. for this. And, you know, it's like the sofa was 16 weeks. Um, on average, that sofa, you know, were this not 2020, 2021, that sofa would be, you know, six to eight weeks. That would be the, that would be the number. And that's, yeah. And um, now it's 16 weeks and we haven't ordered it yet. We're waiting for the walkthrough with you, which is this. And then mm-hmm. once we do the walkthrough, then we're going to order. And I love that you kind of have this policy that you do with all your clients, which is brilliant. It's very smart. And that is order everything at once. Yes. And be done it's with gonna, it. And no. be done with it. It's not going to, it's not going to all arrive at once, No. but at least, you know, once you've ordered it and the, I think the reason why, correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason why is you order it at once, at least then you get on the schedule. Yeah. So if something is pushed, sorry, you, he's gonna bark now. <laughs> no, no worries. This is my Listen, life. By the way, love this because that's that's part of life. That's just the way that it works, right? So you you have to once you get everything ordered, then you put the deposit or you pay for it. Then it's on the schedule. Then at least you know. Look, the sofa is going to be pushed. That's okay. We can work on some other things while we're waiting for that. Yeah. Yeah, I like to order everything all at once, too, because then it's easier when everything comes in because it goes into the warehouse. And then I go, OK, this is the day I'm installing. These are the couple of days I'm installing, because when you do piece by piece for a client, they're like, that's not that doesn't look right. 
that doesn't seem like it's going to fill up the space. Oh, that doesn't look like it's going to be right. You know, <laughs> so you go through all that. But then when you do the big reveal all at once, they're blown away by how it looks. But I, I'm definitely like, do a full on presentation, show your client everything, order it in one shot and call it a day. Hush. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. All right, so let's, let's walk through this. Okay. And um, so as you, as you specified everything, as you look through this, I love this, this kind of moody, environment that you're creating it's a club room it's it's yes there is a window right but it it's a walkout so it is a basement um a walkout basement so it's got a door it's got some natural light which is really great so tell me about the color that you chose let's start with the color okay so for me it's mercurial by sherwin williams and what i love about it it is a very moody color (laughs) But I, if you, sorry, once again, I'm home. That's okay. If you do this from floor to ceiling, all of it, and I feel like I even want the ceiling in it, because of what's outside, it'll just, it lends itself to just being like very relaxing. And then you look outside and there's all this greenery and then you hear, you know, the waterfall. Like it's just, it's so peaceful and serene. And that's what I think when um that's what I was thinking when I chose the color because initially I wanted to do the room and I'm crazy this way black because that's another color that I love that's just like so intense it's so intense but it's a very moody color but because you have so much greenery outside like it just it wouldn't compete and that's what for me I had to do I had to pick colors that wouldn't compete but that just like as I would love to say bless the room so you always feel like um, like you're in a cozy cabin, like you're always on vacation. Okay, so let me ask you this now, because, um, and you can see, so the, that doesn't work. So you can see the walls that. themselves, it's, it's a pine panel, mm-hmm. um, not a pine panel. So as you, and it's got, it's got a sheen to it, right? So mm-hmm. as, you, as you paint the panel, um, do, and you know, the painters know what to do, but I want right. to walk through this. Do they install, do they paint with a primer first or is, is the paint you selected? Do you go by, do you go by? Everything has to uh, be primed. Everything, everything has, has to, to be, be primed. primed. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like if they're, if, if they're really good painters, they know like to sand out whatever nicks there are, um, prime it, prep it, because there's a lot of prepping that people, that's the other thing. People think paint is just paint. There's so much prep that goes into before you paint to make the room look as stunning as it should be. When you see these amazing rooms and you're like, oh my God, how they do that? Well, it starts with like having some really good painters that understand what they're working with yeah. and go from there. Yeah. Now the trim, everything monochromatic? Everything. Everything, everything monochromatic. Okay. Everything like okay. I would if you go back for a second, that grate there, right yep. there. I would yep. even <clears throat> see if I could get have them uh spray paint that and just have it go away, have it fade, or see if mm-hmm. it can be replaced. But there there's a way they know how to do it to like paint it so it will just dissipate. 
Yeah. It will no, just dissolve that, into the wall. And okay, so you're thinking ceiling as well. Mm-hmm. Because I want it to be a cocooning effect. Okay. Very cool. Or you could do you could yeah, you could do that. <clears throat> Excuse me, Josh. Or for the ceiling, Benjamin Moore has this pearl essence paint that gives like a nice little shimmer. And I would do something like either a gray or like the very, very, very soft blue to it. Like this very pale blue is really stunning. And um, do that and make it amazing. And then I still have to pick sconces. Okay, so put it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Put a, yeah, put a pin in that. Um, for the for the ceiling, I'm, I'm interested to know what you think. Now, here's the thing. You mentioned this light blue, but the sofa is green. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, because it's, remember, blue and green go together. Just step outside and look. You got green grass. Yeah, and by and the way, <laughs> this is, I, I, have, I have said multiple times, I am not a designer. But I asked the question because no, what, I'm what I'm trying to do, I want to put myself in the headspace of a client. Right. Right. So I'm, I want to put my head my, myself in the headspace of a client who's going to ask you all the questions, both good and stupid. And yes, there are such things as stupid questions. There <laughs> really just, are. That, sometimes that, you know, yes, you're right. You're right. Cause sometimes I look at people and I'm like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to answer that. And then they're like, Oh my yeah. God. And I was like, I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Question. Okay, so you have you have this slight bump out on the fireplace as well on the mantle. It's not big. What is it? It's about three inches. Yeah, it's about a three inch bump out. So, and then you have the mantle, which is about four inches. Mm -hmm. And what is your idea for the for the fireplace mantle? So the sconces are two. It's really interesting. The sconces are wide as they are now. And I know you're not, I know we're not keeping them, but right. the sconces are super wide, which means that even though there's a TV bracket, you can't actually get the TV in there because the sconces are too, are too wide to support any sort of screen. So I'm curious what your thought is. And we had talked about media and that sort of thing. And you've got really interesting ideas about that. What are you thinking? I think very slender sconces, um, something like, what is it? It's, it almost looks like it's marble, but with brass accents on it, right? Mm -hmm. Because once again, we got to make the room moody and you can have the electrician move them out further. So this way you can put the size TV that you want there. I don't know that you can move these out further only because they're right at the edge of the bump out. Right. But then the electrician will know how to move it to the other side. Move to the, to the other side. Got it. Got right. It, got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they need Perfect. to listen. People, this is the beauty about renovations. You can create what you want. And as long as you hire the right people, they will know what to do and they can bump it out even more to make it that much more appealing. Because yeah. this is not when the house was built. This is like, you know, we're going to update it and make it for the grown and sexy. Right. Love it. Okay. <laughs> so let's keep walking. Okay. Um, so now as we continue around, we get to this really interesting feature. 
over my shoulder. I here. love that. I um, love that feature. It's really kind of cool. Um, you know, I'm going to try to get close up so you can see. Now, this this works. The mechanism works. Um, it opens. Doesn't stay open, but it opens, right. and you can see on the other side you have the original brick. And I'm not really sure why they kept it. So I I'm going to speculate that originally this was a skylight. Okay. And I'm going to also further speculate that at some point there was probably a leak. There might've been a leak or something that made them decide to break it in. I feel, you sure it's not like, what's on the out, what's on the outside that they cover that up and put a deck or something? Uh-uh, no, there is concrete. There's, there's a concrete spillway. Okay. That's interesting. So that's why that's why I assume that at some point, you know, maybe decades ago, there might have been a leak um, uh -huh. into the basement, maybe even before they paneled it, because it does not look like there's any wood damage or any water damage on the wood. I just think it's so funny that they just like wouldn't figure out how to panel it in a certain way. Right. And do that. Yeah. No, um, I, I think so, too. It's a really interesting <clears throat> kind of feature, though. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Because um, in my mind, when I initially saw it, I was like, you know what, have fun with it. And I feel like you can put like a small old world map or something on top of the brick as if you're going to explore. And maybe like, you know, like it was an exploration that you were going to do. I don't know. That's what, like, no, just cool. something fun and, and kitschy to it. Yeah, because no, totally. Now, and then it's now it's framed and it's sealed like it's something really amazing when all you did was get an old world map you know stick it to the bricks and then you just cover it with the glass and it's just an interesting conversation piece where you could speculate what it was yeah right so yeah. it's an it's an interesting it's an interesting feature there then as we continue to walk around we've got the um the shelving now i love it so with the shelving too Everything's the, everything's monochromatic, mercurial, same color. Yes. And what I, okay. yeah, you know why? <clears throat> because it, when you put books and other ornaments or whatever you're going to put in there, that's going to be your color there. And that's going to make it different. Mm -hmm. I just, I really love the paneling. I love how it is. I know other people probably would paint the background a different color, but yet wallpaper, the wall a different color but i just i like how it looks and i just yeah, no i want it very masculine in that room and then i'll sweeten it up with pillows and make it you know, more feminine with curves and stuff like that love it awesome okay now as we continue to walk around we get to the stairway so the stairway is also completely paneled now the question i have for you is because we're, we're kind of not including this, but we are, it's, 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 it's oh, a natural it's included. Spillway. It right. is, okay. So does the mercur mercurial transfer through and up the stairs or so does it stop? I'm, okay, so I mean to cut you off, but now I'm looking like I, I wanted initially to come all the way down, but I feel like I want to make that hallway, that stairwell a moment. And I'm going to freak you out, Josh. I want to paint it all black. 
Ooh. I want to paint it all black. I want to do it like a nice high gloss black as you're coming down. And then as you, because have you ever been to the Guggenheim in Manhattan? So when you no. step in, when you step in, when you come, you got to go. When you step in, it's this small, tiny, tiny, tiny space, right? All of two seconds. And then you walk into the museum and then this expanse opens up and it feels like your chest is exploding because you feel so claustrophobic. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, that's what I want to do there. Like that would just, it'll be like, oh, oh, this is kind of tight. What's down here? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh. And then of course, as you go out, you will see the greenery with the waterfall. And then of course, we'll do that patio area with some beautiful outdoor furniture. Love it. Love I'm it. probably freaking you out. <laughs> I freak everybody out no. when I mention like strong colors. They're like, oh, I don't know. Get no, not, not me. Listen, I have one of, one of the, um, uh -huh. my first design house, which was in 2013, um, yeah. there was a small powder bath uh, off the kitchen. Astrid Shladowski was the designer on, on that. And she painted it a, a gloss black. And I went in thinking, ooh, really? And she was right. She was spot on. I mean, it was, it was moody. It was sexy. It was mm -hmm. really, really cool. And that's when you know I kind of learned at that time, it's like, oh, you know what? Let the people who do what they do, do what they do. <laughs> it seems so easy. That's why you brought them there. Let them do what they do. Yeah. You know, just makes sense. So yeah, love it. All right. So now the rug, so you still have the plan um, and you're going you're gonna to place everything. But what size is that rug? Does that rug cover the whole, the whole room? Or does, no. is, it a, is it a smaller piece? It covers where the furniture, the furniture will be on. I can't recall the size right now. What I would really love to do to inquire if there's some way we can do it custom, because what I would love to have it at least a foot off the wall and cut around the fireplace, because then it mm. really grounds the space and it just, a rug, it is just like, um, it just makes a room much more happier and cozier as mm. opposed to like, okay, mm -hmm. we, have, we have the rug here, right? And we have the furniture on it, but then what about all the tile and everything else that's around it? I'd rather just pull it, like stretch it all the way out, like I said, a foot off and place all the mm -hmm. furniture because it will just, I'm thinking about the winter, you know, I'm also mm -hmm. thinking about spring, you know, you come down, you you have a gathering. It's just really amazing. And I noticed the table and the chairs. One of the things that you had mentioned before was kind of like a, like a, a vignette, a game center. A yeah. Vignette. Yeah. Love that. So those chairs, four of those chairs around that, around that table. Mm -hmm. Yep. Brilliant. Cause you Brilliant. have to think like, you know, you can it's a game table but then it can also be when you have guests over and everybody wants to be outside near the waterfall going in and out it lends itself to we can put food here people can sit down here and then also mm -hmm. if you want to do zoom and work from home you got a space there too yeah yeah absolutely 
brilliant. I'm excited. Oh, me too. Me me too. Love that. Um, Love that. Now, the one thing I will tell you is we were looking at that one, um, that one chair, I believe was from Noir. Mm -hmm. And that may be discontinued. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Well, I'll find another one. So if it is, we'll, yeah, if, if it is, if we do, we can, we can look at that. Um, but, you know, again, that's, that's part of the, the life of specifying and part of the, yeah. the perils and pitfalls of specifying is you get something and either it, it's discontinued or it can't be delivered or it fell off the boat somewhere coming from mm. the South, you know, whatever it is, what it is. And you just yeah. have to deal with it. Really. And that's the first thing that, you know, I do when, as I'm pulling all of this for a client, I call how much is in stock. Okay. How much is here? What about this? Oh, this chair is being discontinued. When you say discontinued, how many are in stock currently? It's this. So then when I have the conversation and the presentation with my client, I'm walking them through, letting them know this is going to be discontinued. So yes, you'll make all your decisions today, but I need to order this immediately. Mm -hmm. Cool. So here's where we are in the process. We, mm-hmm. we are, the team here is calling on all of the products that were on the list to find out what delivery times are and availability. Okay. So I will have that all ready for you by the end of the day. Okay. Um, and so next steps are what? Okay. Well, once we figure that out, then I need to do the placement of everything in the room and then whatever I see is still open. Then I'll be like, here's what you need to order. Oh, wait, did you like the artwork? Love the artwork. Uh, love the artwork. The only question is what size? Oh, as big as you can get. All right, I got to. And where, and where, is that for the back wall? Yeah. Back wall. Yeah, yeah. And I got to get a picture light for that too. But um, I'm going to still, you know, I'm still tweaking it. But I wanted to initially send you something to show. I am thinking about you. Um, brilliant and get that to you so i will set all that up give me another couple of days and then this way we can come back and revisit and tweak whatever you feel like you want or you feel like i'm not sure about that gail and i'll talk you into you'd be like you're right (laughs) (laughs) well it's brilliant and okay so next steps for us um and it's interesting too because one of the things that we can do and this is a question not a statement is you know now that we're we're kind of in the process of looking at specification and and delivery times and um, we with uh, the trades and getting the painters out here to do to do the paint. So mm-hmm. you'll pick a black for the for the stairwell mm-hmm. and the mercurial. Now is that the is that the color you're going with? And just out of curiosity, why Sherwin Williams? as opposed to Benjamin Moore or someone else? Why Sherwin-Williams? Because they have some amazing colors. And I think people are so focused when they think paint, they think fine paints of Europe and Benjamin Moore. Um, I won't say the other one they think of because I don't shop box stores. But Sherwin-Williams really has some amazing, great colors. And sometimes I, you know, I'll look through and I'm like, wow, that's a really great color. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder who makes that. And Sherwin Williams. <laughs> so I just like a lot of their colors. 
and their grays really read gray to me, like um, like a, a nice gray, a happy gray, not like the sad prison gray. Um, <laughs> right. You know, and I just, I, I just, when I thought of the room, I was like, this would go great because I'm, I just keep thinking of the outdoors, of the outdoor area. And I was like, this is perfect because it's not competing. Because initially I was like, I want to do a dark color. I want to do something like an olive green or something in that room. Then I was like, no, because now it's competing with the outside. What can I do that I could just put it in there and it will, it will force people to look out and want to go out. Right. So. Okay. Okay. That's the way I think. So we can actually start working. Once you give me the the go ahead, um, we'll start working on getting the tra- getting the painters out um, to start because that's something that they can start whenever you know. We just mm-hmm. need to have that done by the time it's you know. If we if you're doing it in 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 the winter time, knowing that you're you know it's if it's if it's end of September now, and right. know that. And much of much of the product isn't going to be delivered until December, January, February, yeah. that, and which means we'll be looking at a re, at a reveal in February. Then um, it it makes sense to go ahead and start the paint now because then it's completed and done by the time everything yeah. gets here. I would probably get them in no later than um, like have them have it done by January, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this way, when everything comes in, it's just easier because to put everything in. And also, I like to start a room, but then I like to have the continuity of like, okay, this is out of the way. These guys are coming in two weeks to deliver the furniture. Like I want it closer to the time, if that makes sense. I love yeah. it. I yeah. think it'll be yep, great. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Makes, so just makes, let me know and then I'll tell them the show. I do too. It's I wonderful. To. Yeah. Okay. One other question I have for you is, yes. um, so if you see over my shoulder, you've got the, you've got the plaid here. Um, yes. I'm going to assume that you're not wanting to keep that. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No. So the question I have for you is, do you, rem- what do you call this, by the way? What, what would, what would, what would what balance. Is it, is a there balance. A mm-hmm. balance. It's called the okay. balance, okay. right. So, all right. So do you want one there or do you want? No, I want nothing. I want nothing because you know why you, there's nothing. I don't want to obstruct what's back there. And -hmm. I feel like you have privacy, so you don't really need it. If you feel like a little uncomfortable and you're like, you know what, Gail, we want something here. I would do an amazing super, like I would do a, um, a simple solar shade. In, I would see if I could get it close to mercurial. If not, then I'd probably do it in a black and it would just go, you know, be there. So you can still get some sunlight, but then you could have privacy if you need it, like some privacy, not completely dark. But I, I really love the exposed windows. I just think it's, it's great. Yeah, there is no private, there is zero privacy issues here. Um, yeah. So um, I think the balance was just there as a, as a, as a decorative touch. Yeah. Um, when it they does put nothing. it there in, in the seventies. Yeah. 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 It does nothing. It's <laughs> right. so funny. I could go into people's homes now that want to hire me. They would have it. They'd be like, this is so amazing. I'm like, burn it. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Good. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So that we're losing the balance. And then everything, everything, window frame, trim, yep. Yep. baseboards, yep. everything, same color. And, yep. and, you'll let, and you'll let me know about the ceiling color. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will. All right, my friend. This we are is moving good. forward. I'm, this is so exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. You are listening to a conversation from and about the 2022 Tulsa Remote Design House here on Convo by Design. We'll be right back. So listen, wallpaper's having a moment, a well-deserved moment that is allowing designers to craft and create in new and amazing ways. Convo by Design has a new partner this year. This partnership includes participation in our remote design house Tulsa project, of which you will be hearing a lot about this year. I've been working closely with an exclusive group of partners, and I am absolutely thrilled to be working with York Wall Coverings. This company has been crafting exquisite wall coverings for over a century, with an archive that dates back to the early 18th century. This deeply rich history provides inspiration for the future, and the designs available through the York Wall Covering Studio have long been lauded for their authenticity and craftsmanship. This art, artistry, and history combined with a commitment to continually reimagining the manufacturing process allows York Wall Coverings to provide a consistently exquisite product. For options and inspiration, find them online, yorkwallcoverings.com. You can also find their store locator tool online at yorkwallcoverings.com for a location near you. Okay, so we're in the home stretch. You have heard all about how this project came to being, how it was ideated, how it was designed, how it was structured, what was specified or not. And now Gail takes us through the final walkthrough. This is it. This is uh, the completed version. And if you go check the show notes, there will also be a link to video so you can see before and after uh, and some along the way. We're here to talk about your absolutely stunning and amazing design. And it's funny because most of this is just going to be the images. I haven't shot it yet. Um, okay. we're, we're, we're zhuzhing <laughs> and um, we're shooting next week, but it's, it's done. Everything's been delivered. Um, the install has, has taken place. It's interesting because I, my not being a designer, um, I, take in, I think you'll agree, I take instruction very, very well. Uh-huh. But my not, but my not being a designer, the the whole the judge does not come naturally to me. It doesn't for a lot of people. A lot of people think it. You know, people think designing is so easy, and you have no idea. And I just had this conversation today. Um, when you are a creative, if you ever watch a creative at work, and then when the project is finally done, it's like all of a sudden all the energy has left them and this either one or two things either you're crying because it's it, okay perfect example Steph Curry right they are oh he'll never get there he'll never get there and what did they do they won the championship and you saw when they won he just fell down and cried like that's what it is for a creative person pardon me um and a lot of people don't realize and, and especially for me I feel like when I'm designing for people and I'm really focused on it because that's my happy spot, I'm pouring my soul out over 
this because I'm really invested in how people are going to utilize that room. And I want to make sure it's amazing for them. When I'm done with a project, I'm just like, oh my God, thank God it's done. Like when I shoot it, I am in tears. I'm standing next to the photographer and like tears are streaming. I'm not even kidding you. Like my people can tell you, I'm just like, okay, okay. And then I feel so great. And I keep looking at the pictures. I was like, wow, this was good. Like, I'm so excited how it comes out of my head and it like it lands the way it's supposed to. So let's talk about this and let's start at the beginning. Um, so let's start with the stairway. And I have told this story, this story about the stairway to so many people now. And it basically, for those you know, who are listening to part two of this, so with the stairway, it is a narrow stairway that goes down from the first floor to the walkout basement to the club room. And it is, it's a narrow basement stairway with a landing. And it was, um, it was that same pickled paneling that was in the club room before. And you, you just looked at it one time and you said, we're painting it black. <laughs> and I remember thinking at the time and even saying, I, I'm not really sure about that. And I think you, your response was something to the effect of lovingly, it doesn't really matter if you're sure, if you're not sure I am. And so we're painting it black. <laughs> and you know what? Holy mackerel. I mean, you, you just nailed it. Um, and you did two things with it. You had the, the, um, the flat on the walls and a, and a bit, a bit more sheen on the ceiling to bounce the light from the LED the stairway LEDs, which did not exist there before. There was a, you know, under the paneling, you, you know, you had this idea to install the LEDs and we had the electrician pull from the switch. So there's a switch at the bottom of the stairs. There's a switch at the top. And to be honest with you, it has to be there because with a black stairway, you're not going down there in the dark. Right. We tried this out at night, light off, door closed, there is zero light to be had. It's amazing. <laughs> but when the light goes on and the fixture is the same as you will find in, in the club room mm -hmm. on the sconces, where did that come from? Why black? Because it's such an underrated color and people always think that if you paint a space black, you're making it smaller. But what you are doing is you are visually cleaning up the architecture. You're, vis you're visually making it interesting, at least for me. And then the other thing is like, it's black is so nuanced and it is so amazing to see, you know, how it like all comes together. And especially when you had said that, it, you know, you showed me that it was a narrow hallway, my dogs, that it was a narrow hallway, that's Jasper speaking. Um, if you've ever been to the Guggenheim in New York, when you step in, Jasper, sorry, when you step in, there's a small expanse, right? And hold on, I'm sorry. Hold on, take five, it's cool. Jasper. So it's crazy. All good. Okay. All good. Okay, so if you ever visited the Guggenheim, when you step in, there's this small space where you come in at the vestibule is really tight. And then when you step out, 
every time it's like your heart explodes because then the expanse is there and you look up and you went from having this ceiling like right on top of you to now stepping out and it's just like oh my goodness like it just feels it's just an explosion that's the only way I can say it and it, you just feel like such an open space about it right so it's really wonderful and when you said that about the stairwell I was like oh that would be great because as you're coming down the stairs it's narrow narrow tight 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 quiet you know it's just like a very shh and then once you get to the last step and you turn the corner, it opens up. And then you also have the outside that it leads to. So now you're seeing that and Mother Nature. And that to me, I was like, well, the stairwell has to be black because now we have to make this space look amazing because we're going to introduce Mother Nature to everybody in a minute. And it's funny, I'm forgetting the name of the black paint, but um, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, go to the show notes and you will find everything in this space uh, that was specified. You'll find everything sourced with ways to get it, um, as well as connections to, to Gail and uh, her amazing website. Um, so I don't remember the name of the, of the black paint. It may come to me, but I, I remember vividly the name of the paint in the club room and it's mercurial. Yes. And Again, you know, th what was in there before was this, this pickling on pine, on a, on a pine panel. And, you know, the option was, do we pull the pine out? And you said, no, don't pull it out, leave it. It's, it's got that feel and it's got the vibe that you're looking for, but let's paint it. And um, you went with a monochromatic, again, with the wall and the ceiling to, which is amazing uh, with the molding as well but you change the texture, um, you change the finish rather, um, between the walls and the ceiling, and it made just such an amazing difference. Yeah, because it's so funny, like even looking, I'm sitting in my living room, I have wallpaper, and then I have, you know, all the trim is the sh same color as the wallpaper, because I like it to disappear, but it also gives like, <laughs> for lack of better terms, it's like lining how a woman lines her lips you know, when she's putting on the lip liner and then puts on her lipstick, like, it's just like this, once you smudge it the right way, like it gives like this nice um, shadow. So it's almost like it's artwork, which it kind of is when women do makeup because it's just amazing. But I always like looking up at a ceiling and having some little shimmer or something going on because everybody, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, clients are like, oh yeah, white flat paint. I'm like, no. Like, we're going to make sure this is smooth and we're going to do something amazing up there. Like, that's the, you know, as people say, the fifth wall, but it's just so underrated. And I'm like, why would you just, when you do monochromatic, there's a way to do it, but also to break it up. So it makes it a little bit more interesting visually. Yeah. And the mercurial, had you used, and you specified uh, Sherwin-Williams. Yes. The mercurial, I found it when I was working on a project in the city because we were picking colors and I was like this one is just like speaking to my soul and um, we went with a different color but the the mercurial reminded me of like um like Benjamin Moore's smoke embers like there's this classic look to it you know a little bit gritty a little bit fresh but very interesting. And I love the time of day, like it'll be a different color 
if you sit in the room different times of the day where you'd be like, oh, wow, that that corner is dark. Is that a different color? And you're like, no, it's all the same color. And you'd be like, oh, it looks a little bit more lavender during the day, or it looks a little bit more green, or I see some blue. Like grays are a very beautiful color to me, done right. And love it. And we also, um, same thing on the mantle, same thing on the uh, bookcase, um, the built-ins. It just, that color is just so nice. And one of the things too, and I'm gonna to try to capture this in the, in the video, I'm gonna to try to cap, capture it at different times of day um, because we're in, we're in the summer now and it's been really interesting, different times of day, how it will, um, it'll capture the colors outside and sort of bring them in. <clears throat> it's really, it's really they, that window is a Southern facing window. And so during the day, when it's going through the backyard, it's just, it's amazing, the colors. And what's interesting too, is because it's a walkout basement, there's only that one window. That's the only source of natural light. So um, it really does make everything pop. Now, interesting too, getting to the furnishings. So <clears throat> Gail, I want you to know something. I have been doing this podcast for nine years. Next year, it will have been a decade. In that time, I have published over 380 plus episodes between the panels and the individual interviews. I have, I've spoken with literally hundreds and hundreds of creatives. There were certain things that happened during the course of this install that I never really talked about with designers before. And I think it's really interesting. The, the greatest creatives are the ones that really kind of deflect all of the negativity away and just embrace the positive so that their clients wind up with the most incredible experience through the design. And that is one of your superpowers. You do that amazingly well. You really oh, do. Thank you. And I love you for it. But because this was a remote project, you've never been to Tulsa. You were yeah. not here for the install. You've never, and that was part of it, is that you, you know, where designers are learning how to do remote design. And this was an experiment. This is a, this is a case study. So you've never been here. Nope. So all of the things that happened and took place. So let's talk about that a little bit. And I want to know if, if this is, if this is standard, standard, right? But if this is part, if this is standard for what you have to deal with now, we went through the design process August, September of 21. Wow. You, you made your selects in September. We ordered in September. It was delivered in June. Typical now. Is that standard? Yep. Yeah, we had a delivery between between two rooms. Um, we ordered some other room for one of the other rooms. We ordered product as well, and of twenty three pieces that were delivered, over half were damaged in some way, shape, or form. Welcome to my world. Is that standard? Yes. 
Yes, everybody thinks, you know, being an interior designer is a lot of fun and you get to shop with people's money and they think you're lunching all day and, you know, on private jets. But what people don't really understand is that interior design, you're, it's like 10% designing and the other 90% is influencing, chasing product, receiving product, it being damaged, smashed. How do you know who's responsible? Then fighting with the people who are responsible if they're saying they're not, and you know forcing their hand to pay for that. Like you have no idea. I, and, and funny story, um, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of my clients emailed me and was like, "Hey, my wife and I feel like you know, since your guy messed this up, we shouldn't be responsible to pay for your time to correct it." And I was like, "Okay, so then you correct it." No, but you know, that's, that's why we hired you. So I'm, I'm getting paid because this was not my mistake. And so for me to correct it for you, you're expecting me to do it, which I will, but I also am billing you for my time because what you think is a one, two, three, and it's done. It's literally a litany of phone calls. Perfect example. I'm looking at a table that I had delivered from Highland house. And I'm glad I caught the guy before he pulled off. And I opened it up and it was um, a lucite table. And when I say it was smashed, it was all, all that was left was like the base. And it's, it's a, it's a tall table. It's a decent sized table. And I was shooting for Schumacher. I was supposed to shoot that week with it. And then finally I was like, we just have to shoot without it. And it worked out fine. I think that probably was in March. I finally, no, that was in January. I finally got the piece in May, the replacement piece, because I had to go back and forth because it wasn't, it was the trucking company and not Highland House. And people don't understand, like you are speaking to everybody. Okay, okay, you're hanging up. This is a person. No, that's not me. Go to this way, you know, go to this person. And you're putting all that in, you're making notes, and then you have to make reminders to yourself and to your team. Someone is following that bouncing ball to make sure it lands where it's supposed to and doing the replacement. So yeah, that's that's normal. I had a, a $40,000 rug delivered and the way they picked it up with the forklift, they pierced a hole all the way through it. And so there was this rhythmic <laughs> hole once they unfurled that rug and I had to call and they called the rug doctor who came out and you could not even tell where the holes were. So yeah, people have no idea. They think like, oh, it's just design it arrives. It's perfect. It's great. I'm like, eh, no, that's orders get, you know, things get wrong. You ordered a chair knowing that you wanted the swivel, then the chair comes in, you go to sit down to swivel and it's not that. And then you look at what you wrote down and you didn't write the SW meaning swivel for that. Like it, there's a lot, yeah. You know, I will tell you though, the that's one thing. And by the way, that's something that, that really does get lost in translation is, is the, the language barrier. And that is again, another superpower of really talented designers is understanding that it's not just the numerical values of what you're ordering, but the SW makes such a big difference because that's the movement of the chair. So there's a language to this and there's a narrative, um, rather there's a, there's a, a sequence that you have to follow. 
And if you're doing this by yourself without the talents of a, of a really strong designer, you don't get that. You don't get that value. You don't get that service. The other thing is the chasing around of um, vendors right now that we're doing to try to get some of these things fixed. I'll give you an example. And by the way, when, when I shoot this, I'm going to shoot this two ways. I'm going to shoot it so that you can see the way it's supposed to look mm -hmm. and the way that it does look. But like, I'll give you an example. So there's a, um, this black leather chair that you specified for this. It is gorgeous. I mean, it is just amazing and it is comfortable and it is just so the right piece for this. But when they, you gotta realize you're in Tulsa. So you're getting things shipped to you. I mean, the people who brought it to the door with the white glove service, I mean, they were like the third ones to touch it, right? Right. So during the process, um, somebody got the great idea to put uh, packing tape on black leather. And so when they ripped the packing tape off, they actually, it's like skin, it's like anything right. else. They took a layer of skin off of the leather um, and it left a, a slight couple millimeter indentation with a brown patch where the tape was. And you know, you have a choice nowadays. I mean, if this was 2018, 2019, take it back, get me a new one. Good luck with that now. <laughs> Good luck with that now. You're not turning down anything. You're making a note, you're taking the pictures, you're doing, you're following the process to get things taken care of, but you're not, you're not sending it back because it won't get here for another 18 months. And in this case, um, this was discontinued. Oh, so that's, now, that's a new thing now. Everything it's, you go back it's, it's like they're done. <laughs> they're done. So this is discontinued. So we're going through the process. And, and for those who are interested, I'm going to keep you updated um, on the process because I think it's important because I think everyone should know what you designers have to go through um, in this. It's important. Here's the other thing um, of your skill and your talent. And one of the reasons that I just love you so much you are so nimble and comfortable with your skill set and your talent that when something needs to be adjusted and changed, you have the confidence to do it on the fly. It, case in point, the rug that we originally specified for the room that originally said, you know what, love it. Um, when we went to order it, no problem, get a call back a couple months later, literally a couple months later and said, oh yeah, by the way, the rug's not going to make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, discontinued. And, you know, there was no other option. So I did what a good designer's assistant will do. And, and as your assistant, I went and, and found some other options to present you with. And I said, you know, here are some options. And by the way, the best option for this that was really first of all it was very very similar mm -hmm. came, came from the home depot it came from the home depot and again if this were 2019 and you're talking about doing something that's high style and high design forget the high low mix right yeah. but if you're doing something that's high style and and you're looking at a rug well you know a fifteen hundred dollar rug from the Home Depot versus a $4,000 rug 
from another vendor, but one that in this in this environment can get there in a couple months. Yeah. It's got incredible reviews and the colorways and styling is almost exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. So ordered it, got it, got it, it got here, it got here very quickly. And you know, look at the images. You you see for yourself. It is just stunning. It's amazing. Um, talk to me about the layout as you design this, because one of the things that I really, you know, again, not having your vision, as you look at something and you say, okay, well, what's it for? What's the purpose? What's going to happen down here? You're writing the story for the people that are going to live here. You crafted zones in this space. How did you, how did you come up with that? Um, well, I always start with my floor plan. <laughs> and for me, I first, after I do the initial floor plan with no furniture, that's why hence floor plan, I look at the circulation path, which way, like where are the exits and the egresses, where are they going to be going? You know, where are we going to be walking across? And once I figure that out, then I'm like, okay, let's now lay out the furniture. And then I just start loosely, you know, sketching things out. This would be here. This, oh, that doesn't feel right. Let me move it to the other side. Wow, that makes so much more sense over there. Okay, wow, is there enough room for a game table? Yeah, let's get that in there. You know, what are they doing? Oh, this is going to be like a family room. I don't really want it to feel like, you know, a basement or a walkout, but I want the walkout to be really amazing and I need it. Oh, look, there's an exit out to this beautiful lush green area. Okay that's gonna be the view. And then I just work my way around that. And then I also think, what am I looking at outside? And I think of the colors that I want inside because they have to somehow complement what's going on outside. And that when you come from outside in, the room makes sense too, like it feels good. So that's, you know, I'm like, how is he gonna use this with his family? What are they gonna be doing? Where's the dog sitting? Is there a dog bed in there? Do the kids have friends over? Do we need a foosball table? Like I think of, you know, like what's this room for? And then go from there. One of the other things that I think you did too is you, you created a space where there was none initially outside. Um, you created, you, you extended the material outside uh, past the window to this overhang for the walkout. And um, it just, it sings. It just absolutely sings. It was fantastic. Um, a couple other things. Taking the brick around the fireplace and going with a high gloss black just popped. It just, and, and again, with the sconces, and go, go look at the imagery uh, with these sconces. They almost look cat eye-like. And when you look at it from the, it, the artwork perspective towards the fireplace, where you left, you know, you let, we had this discussion. It's like, do you leave a TV or do you take the screen down and make it a truly, you know, high style, high design concept space? And your response was, was just phenomenal and honest. And it's like, look, this, this room is gonna be used and used hard. And it's about watching movies and it's about being with the family and it's about playing games. And these spaces were designed for that purpose. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have a family. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to tell the kids, oh, you know, go do something, go downstairs, go outside, whatever it is. And that space, I just see it as a hub. And I also, because, you know, we have winters here where it's cold out and you have snow. That's a room that you're going to want to hang out in because once again, you're looking out in mother nature and, you know, there's going to be snow at times and the fire is going to be going and you're just going to be like, this is such a great space to be in. Like, you're going to be so happy that you're at home and it's like yucky outside, but you're inside where it's warm. You're watching a great movie. Your family's there. The dog is playing or sleeping. And it just, it just is a really good feel feeling. Like, this is how I think about things when I'm designing, like how it, feels like on a, a rainy day or, you know, there's a snowstorm that I'm standing at the window with, you know, my cup of um, hot cocoa, my mug and looking out. And that's how I kept picturing it for me there. And I want to point something else out too, whereas this would have, what you've done is you changed, you didn't just change the narrative for the space, you changed the purpose for the space and you change, you know, when you look at every room in a house and every room has its function, right? And, you know, nowadays with the slashes everywhere, kitchen slash gathering space slash daycare, living room slash classroom slash office. With this basement, what, what you've done is you've repurposed the space itself so that in the winter, when it's, 15 degrees out in Tulsa and the snow is piling up, the fireplace creates a really warm environment because it's, it's subterranean and it's, you know, there's walls on three sides and one window, but it's encapsulated, it's cocooning. You've created this cocoon-like environment. In the summer, when it's 103, like it is today, you go down to that basement and it is 20 degrees cooler. Yeah. You know, it's, it's in the high 60s, low 70s in the basement, you know, in that space, because you've got this hotel uh, tile and you, you know, it's just, it's a very, very cool space. Again, subterranean mm -hmm. um, with, no, with no sun shining in. So just an absolutely masterful job on this. Congratulations and, and thank you for the work. I'm so excited for you to see, um, you know, the final video again, because you've never actually been here. No, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to That's see awesome. it. Gail, thank you for participating. And, um, you know, I am always such a fan and you are just, you are, you are a superhero. You really are. Oh, thank you, Josh. That made my day. <laughs> thank you, Gail for your time and your talent, your patience and amazing vision. Thank you, Convo by Design partners and sponsors, Thermosol, York Wall Coverings, Franz Wigner, Moya Living, and Arnacle Furniture. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Convo by Design. I, I so appreciate that you take me with you on your drives, hikes, workouts, walks, all the other places you go where you listen to your podcasts. For more stories from the Remote Design House, Tulsa, and interviews, panels, and design events, please make sure you are subscribing to the show. Remember why you do what you do, and take today first. Mm -hmm.